1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. There's a deal for every friendship at McDonald's. Right now, buy a Big Mac, 10-piece chicken McNuggets, or a quarter pounder with cheese, and get the second one for just a buck. And pair them with one of our frozen drinks, like the new Fanta Blue Raspberry. Price of participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Let's talk about tires. Think about the snowy, icy roads ahead. And now think about your current worn-out tires. How safe does that make you feel? Well, lucky for you, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale all year going on now. Buy three tires, get one free. That's 25% off. And the best part is if you aren't ready to put your tires on right now, Midas will hold them until you're ready. How great is that? Don't miss the big tire sale going on now. Midas Tire and Auto on East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Hi, welcome to Homestar. I'm Sheridan. Hi, Sheridan. I'm Nickel Wise, the Dancing Clown. You just moved here from Derry, Maine? Yeah, so now we know each other. While you fill out your loan application, you can vote for Homestar's Scariest Movie of All Time bracket on SheridanMedia.com. You'll be entered for a chance to win $100 in Chamber Bucks. What are you afraid of? Ha, I'm not afraid of getting your home loan, that's for sure. Wow, this home you want to finance has a huge basement. Oh, there's all sorts of surprises down here. Hey, thanks for the balloon. Don't forget to vote for your scariest movie on SheridanMedia.com. We all float down here. You will float too. Homestar, your easiest way home. NMLS number 70864. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, joining me this morning from the Wyoming Highway Patrol is Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen. Good morning, LT. Good morning, Floyd. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. We were just having a couple of laughs before the show. How has your fall been so far? It's been awesome. Um, the weather finally turned, <sighs> so it's not crazy hot, but it didn't do like what last year. I've been so worried waiting for that big, heavy snowstorm that's going to break a whole bunch of tree branches and stuff again because the leaves are everywhere, and that hasn't happened, so we've got to see some really pretty colors like, we, we actually get to experience a fall. <laughs> it's been kind of nice. I've kind of enjoyed it. Here in Wyoming, there's two seasons that I love the most that we don't get to see a lot of, spring and fall. But yep. I will say that this year's spring lasted quite a while. It did. It was really green out there for a long time. I love driving to work, and uh, you get between Buffalo and Sheridan, and you've got those beautiful hay fields, mm-hmm. and it's just green as can be. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's, it's so great. Now, you know, I really do see the appeal to what, you know, the, our patrol officers see out there when you're driving around the state. You guys get to see 
the beauty of this state. And and a lot of people think, you know, it, well, it's driving. Well, at the same time, though, it, the scenery is amazing. It's incredible. And, man, I love – there's days, too, when I've just had too much of my office, and I'm like, I got to go up the mountain. So <laughs> yeah. I just take a drive up the mountain. Get up around Steamboat. You turn those corners, and you're like, yeah, this is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And what a, what a great uh, – Extra duty, I guess you could say, or part of your duty. If you just get sick of the office, I got to go for a patrol. Got to go check the roads, man. <laughs> got to go. go make sure people are okay. There's Doing no cell job. phone service up there, right? We got to go Can't make sure there ain't anybody there. That's right. That's right. See? When I was in the military, I had this great major. His name was uh, Major Hunhop. And I was serving down at HQ, and he once told me, he said, you know, every once in a while, you just got to get up from your desk and walk around HQ. He said, when you do, take mm-hmm. a piece of paper with you. Walk fast and look angry, and, <laughs> and no one is going to stop you. He said a general will walk right past you. Not even, He's on a mission. That's amazing. <laughs> so he gave me a great tip. Just uh, take a piece of paper, yep. look like you're going somewhere, and look upset. <laughs> and no one will bother you. And uh, you know what? It's true. That is true. Very true. Are you a hunter, LT? Do you ever go out? Oh, most certainly. I'm leaving, in fact, this either Thursday night or Friday morning, one of the two. Not really sure. I got a buddy that's going up with me that's a guide right now. So he's guiding some hunters doing some deer and antelope hunts right now. So when he wraps up with his hunters, we're going to head up. And I've got an elk tag over in 39. So dropping down into Lovell off of 14A and... We're going to run up and see if we can't feel an elk tag or two. How long are you going to be up there? Hopefully not really long because I have a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. But um, I took all next week off. so Nice. Yeah, nice. I'm looking forward to it. I think yeah. it'll be a good time. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. One of the first hunts I went on with my father, we were up there for quite a, quite a while. And Dad rides in deep. Okay. We, we ride in. And uh, last day. You know, uh, me and the family, we were all up there cold. Oh, mm. it's cold and mm. wet. You know, on the last day, everything you've got is soaked to the bone. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Dad wants you up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> the horses have got to get saddled. Everything's got to get ready. Uh, but uh, on the last day, we finally got the elk. Good. And uh, then you've got to take the entire next day to get that thing packed out. Oh, yeah. And so we ended up having to take an extra day. Uh, So I know what you're talking about when you say, you know, I've got a lot to do. I'd like to go up, get it done, and just Mm kind of come home. Yes. You know, you don't want to get it on the last day and have to add one more day just to get it done. Are you guys seeing a lot of hunters out and about on the freeways now? Oh, yeah. Yep. They're out. They're here. Um, We get a lot of people that come in. I mean, that's a a tourism thing for the state of Wyoming, right? We get people that come in because hunting in Wyoming is a thing. We've got... Um, Weatherby moved to Sheridan, Wyoming, right? They're, they're selling hunting rifles. We've got Eastman's Hunting Journal that's here. We've got so many different guides and outfitters that are all across the state of Wyoming. Wyoming is a sought-after destination to come hunting, and our hunters are definitely here. You know, uh, driving on the freeway, my, my, I had to kind of update my wife. She's from Minnesota. She's not used to the hunting mm-hmm. individuals that are out there. And she said, you know, every morning from here to Buffalo— there are a series of trucks that pull over. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't worry about it, sweetie. They're fine. That's just probably a couple hunters heading out there on that guy's land. Yep. Uh, but they are there every morning. And for the past two years now, I've noticed them. Yep. Yeah, they do a pretty good job of getting well off the road and not interfering with traffic. Now, uh, the weather is turning 
we talked about uh, how, how fall is looking like a, a better fall this year than it was last year. I will say, you know, last year when that snowstorm hit, you called it. Uh, I can't remember if you and I had a show the next morning or what, but we were talking the night mm-hmm. before, and you said, Floyd, this is going to be busy. It is. We, we are going to see, you know, branches all over town. We're going to see snap uh, limbs on in the street. And, boy, you were right. You you nailed that right on the head. It was – I. You, you just – sometimes you get it right, right? I, I'm almost as consistent as the weatherman, not quite. <laughs> they, they got me by a little bit, but – you live in Wyoming long enough, and you can kind of just see it coming. And uh, that was one for sure that we just weren't going to avoid. I mean, I had I had tree branches in my front yard that were a good six inches in diameter wow. that were laying in my yard, just ripped them right off. So that's I keep looking at that tree in the front yard because it's still there, and there's still a lot of leaves on it. And I'm like, please, we don't need another one of those. Yeah. I don't know if that tree's going to make through two of them. You know, so. I don't know how much that storm eventually costs the city to clean up that'd be an interesting question yeah but they were great about getting out they did a very good job getting everything picked up folks didn't have to worry too much about that helping out the seniors when do the shops pull the patrol cars in and we start getting tires on so we changed it's probably been i don't know 10 years ago now um, that we don't alternate summer and winter tires anymore. Oh, wow. So we okay. just run winter tires year-round now. It just is a little easier. We know that we're just ordering one type of tire, and they're still a good speed-rated tire, so we just run the same tire year-round. So, um, But it would be around this time. I just made the appointment to get my wife's tires put on her car. So, oh, really? I mean, okay. yep, it's th- this is the time of year to make it happen. I just put tires on my truck because um, it needed new tires, and then – we made the appointment to swap out my wife's winter tires, and so it's it's here. And uh, now's the season because uh, you never know when that first storm's going to hit. My guess is I'm going to do this, and we're going to go at least six weeks without any snow because <laughs> that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. Let's prevent the snow by putting your snow tires on the car. There, there we you go. go. There you go. That's exactly the way it goes, too. Uh, and you don't want to be caught unaware. I was last year by that storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hadn't got the, the tires on her car yet, and uh, – it was it was a rough drive over, you know. You got to yeah. be really careful out there. Uh, and that first snowstorm always seems to kind of catch us uh, with our pants down. What? So, what's a real good rule of thumb for the rest of us? Uh, is there like a, just a, a specific time frame, or you start seeing the leaves fall and you think, you know what, now's the time? Yeah, I think you kind of. I don't know. It's like it's like asking a farmer when's the right time to plant in the spring, right? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that that everybody has their own little judgment of what's going to be good i just i wouldn't wait till november that's for sure i'm i'm usually a mid-october guy yeah Uh, mid-october because of that storm that could come and that's going to be a wet storm it's going to be heavy snow which when that stuff packs down it gets really slick so that's what i think about is man if we do get that big storm we get that heavy snow it's going to be wet it's going to be slick so i'd like to have the better tires on for that 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 storm yeah that road condition that scenario that's popping. And it always seems to, you know, the tire places get really packed up this year. Oh, yeah. They get pretty backed up. So it might be a good idea, folks, to go ahead and make that call today. What are some other tips as we transition into the winter driving season? I tell you what, one that's really been on my mind coming into this winter season is the folks that live out in the Ranchester Dayton area. Um, for you guys out there, uh, we're going to have that bridge is going to be a one lane bridge all winter long. So you're going to have, you're, you just have to give yourself more time getting to and from work. 
Yeah. And just know that. Don't don't get in a hurry. Don't get in a rush. You're going to have to wait at that stoplight. It's going to be a one-lane bridge going across there. You're going to want to take your time because it's a pretty narrow bridge with concrete barriers. I don't want you ping-ponging your car down through there trying to get home or get to work. So um, that's one area, really, that I've been thinking a lot about. Take your time. Make sure that you got good tires. Make sure that you uh, um, are just paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. And uh and again, just give yourself the time to get to work. If if you gotta leave your house ten minutes earlier than you normally do, make it happen. Um that way you can get to work safely. Um that's an area that I've really been thinking about a lot this year. Um we actually just had a a snow meeting on that construction project. Really? That um, one specifically. Yeah, that one specifically. Um there's some some nuances to it because it's brand new concrete. There won't be any salt that's put on it, so it will be just a sand um, covering on that because you don't want to mess up the new concrete. I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that, that go into what we don't think about because it's just we're driving down the road and we're hoping they put sand down, right? Yep. Um, so I learned a little bit on that too when, when we had that meeting. But our YDOT folks are very aware of it. They're very aware of the need to make sure that that's kept clean for commuter traffic coming to town or going back out um, at the end of the day. So they're on it. Um, and they've got their guys ready to go when the time comes. And they're going to be working on that bridge all winter long? They all, Yeah, so they're going to be working on it. Um, I did hear that there will probably be a little bit of a pause because of temperatures. So January, February time frame, you might see a pause in work just because it's too cold that you're not even going to get to pour concrete or get to do anything with when, when we deal with those temperatures, right? When, Ugh, yeah. when it gets super cold, I mean, it's just there's some things that you just can't do. So um, there will probably be a little pause in that work around January, February time frame, um, and then they'll get kicked back up again in March. Okay. Now, is there? Uh, do they have a finish date, or is this one of those things uh, we're just kind of hoping for the best at April, March, maybe? So the sign says October thirty first, twenty twenty two, Floyd. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Buddy. <laughs> yep. They're working yep. on it. I know they've run into a lot of different delays. They've run into a lot of hiccups. I like to pick on them. I give them a hard time every time I'm out there for their safety meetings. I I like to poke the bear a little bit, but um, yeah, they're they're working on it. They're well aware of. Um, their own delays and things that have happened and some things you just can't control, right? Yeah, and so yeah. with this big of a project and you've got so many different entities involved in it that that there's some things that come up. So, And they did run into an issue having to do with material <clears throat> for the bridge uh, that put uh, them on a bit of a delay, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I don't know the full details of it, yeah. but uh, I, I heard the same thing that there was. I'm sure Laura would, if she's listening right now, she's probably going like, Eric, it's this. Come on. How do you not know? So, <laughs> right. Sorry, Laura. I apparently didn't pay attention to that part of the meeting. My bad. <laughs> now, uh, good things that would uh, be in the car for, for winter season. Uh, we all know. I think I keep a blanket in there year round. Yep. What are some other items that would be good to have? Man, a big thing that I'm starting to see more of, which is good, is keep a um, backup battery for your phone. Yeah. So if you got to keep your car off because you're trying to conserve fuel, you're not wanting to pull battery, drain your battery in your car, or something happens to where you no longer have battery, um, an alternator goes out, something like that. Um, having that backup battery in your car that you can plug your phone in to keep your phone charged so you can at least get a hold of people if you need to get a hold of people is really good. So 
Um, that's cool. I have like three of them now because I bought one for hunting and then I went hunting and forgot it. So I bought <laughs> another one. And so we've got a few of them now at our house and uh, they're, they're pretty inexpensive and it's just a great thing to have. So throw that in your car. Make sure you have that. Be aware too, though, colder temperatures obviously affect battery life. Yeah. So um, know that and be aware of that and make sure that it's charged up, especially if you're going on a long trip. Um, so yeah, always. And then the perishable or non-perishable food like we keep a baggie of granola bars or trail mix or something in the car some water those are just good things to have that if you have to sit in your car and you're stranded for a while you you can at least munch on something and drink some water and that's important um and always good things to keep in your car too the little triangles um you see semi drivers set them out a lot those are good to have too if you become disabled if you can run out and set those things up that definitely helps other motorists know that you're there um, it gives that that conspicuity, um, which is that fancy word of just saying that you stand out. Yeah. And uh, so that's important. So so keep that in your car. The blanket is obviously a huge one, right? Um, you got to keep yourself warm. You got to keep that that core body temperature up. So um, keeping a blanket in there to stay warm is is really really big. Now, it, I usually we used to call it Ron bag rest overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's the just in case bag. Okay. You know you you first aid kit, mm-hmm. things like that. How often are you seeing road flares nowadays? Is that still an item that a lot of people use, or have we kind of replaced that with other technology? Yeah, I haven't seen flares in a while. Um, we use flares. Um, we'll definitely use flares on crash scenes and stuff to try and catch people's attention. I haven't seen people using them as um, some type of a, an, a device to, to either get people's attention um, there's, there's definitely other things. I mean, um, think, I just think of the technology of, you now, excuse me, you now have, um, a GPS device that you can hook to your phone that sends text messages for you. So, um, and I, my dad's got a really good friend that his daughter in college, um, carries a, it's a Garmin inReach is what it's called. And, uh, her phone connects to it. And she has the ability to communicate via text message with her with anybody. Um, she uses it for her dad when she's traveling, so that way she can let him know if anything's going wrong anywhere she's at. So she could be on top of the mountain and have an issue, and still be able to text and say, "Hey, ran out of gas," or "Hey, got a flat tire," wow. "Hey, car broke down." So I mean, that kind of technology is out there now, and people are using the heck out of that too. That is a smart piece of tech. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know we've got an app on the phone. We we go back and forth from Colorado uh, for my daughter. She's going to college okay. down there. And there's an app on my phone where she can send me information, and I can literally call this thing up, and I can see her little dot traveling on the road. I know the speed that she's going. Yep. I, I know where she's at. And and it shows me the direction of travel. Is that the Life 360 app? Is it's, that the one it's you're using? Not, I can't remember what the name of this thing okay. is called. But it's it's not the Life 360. But it's something uh, we got to refresh it every three hours. But uh, it's really nice to have. Uh, I'm one of those guys, you know, and you're a dad too, mm-hmm. it, where I know saying be safe. I know saying it does nothing, but I need to say it before you walk yep. out that door. Oh man, you all know? the time. It's 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 a way that I feel I can control just a little bit of the uncontrollable. <laughs> and so it makes me feel better. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue with our Wyoming Highway Patrol. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it.
At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Lotto fever hit again the other day, and the old saying goes, you gotta be in it to win. Hi, this is Brad at Prime Rate Motors, where your chances to be a good deal winner are 100%, not one in 25 million. Stop in and let us show you a vehicle that fits your lifestyle from our wide selection of certified and used cars, trucks, and SUVs from leading brands like Ford, Chevrolet, Honda, and more, creating a hassle-free experience where your needs come first. Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store, 2305 Coffee Avenue, in Sheridan. They're here. Hi, Autumn Showtime Morris here with Homestar. Don't be scared. Let's get you qualified for a home loan that will get you out of this place. Speaking of Showtime, check out the scariest movies of all time bracket on SheridanMedia.com. Hello. Do you want to play a game? Vote for your favorites. You'll be entered for a chance to win $100 in Chamber Bucks. Just go to SheridanMedia.com and check out the Homestar Scariest Movies of All Time bracket. Hello, Clarice. If you dare. <laughs> Homestar, your easiest way home. NMLS number 70864. You know, the pioneers crossed the vast wilderness in covered wagons, yet today a lot of their offspring actually have to set alarms to remind them when to drink water. If you're needing water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar-powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty, and you too will have cool, clean water. Water. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen from the Wyoming Highway Patrol is with us this morning. We've talked about preparing your car for winter driving and something else this time of year. This morning, I almost hit a buck on the freeway. The other way, the other day, my wife told me about a moose that she saw, and she said, keep your eyes open, because she drove before me that morning. Mm -hmm. She said, he's right around this area, looking for a hole in the fence, and he's not finding it. Uh, You know, that's that's a huge animal to be roaming around the freeway. Oh, man. Especially early in the morning, we've got the commuters both ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, and that buck this morning, I thought for sure, boy, him and I were going to do a little dance, but I got lucky, 
and he veered at the last moment. He saw me mm -hmm. and made the right choice. But in my rear view, he jumped in front of the car in front. Oh. Now, no accident, thank God. But you're seeing a lot of this out there this time of year, aren't you? Oh, yeah. This time of year is rough. We work a lot of deer crashes this time of year. Um, animal crashes. We get elk hit. We actually so could be the same moose that your wife saw. Um, did get hit on the interstate oh, um, did, did. just before you get to Piney Creek. So between Damn it. the upper Prairie Dog Road and Piney Creek, it's mile marker 40. Um, we did have a, a bull moose get hit this morning. And so that was the one I was, when I was texting you this morning, yeah. that was, yeah, that was where he was at. So he that may get, have been he, him. It could have been him. Dang so it. And that would have been the second moose in five days. We had another one that got hit on the sixth. Um, that is a large animal. It is a large, and thank goodness it was a semi that hit him. And cause I could only imagine if it was your little car or something like yeah. that, that wouldn't, that would make a mess. Oh, Oh, it'd be devastating. Catastrophic. Would, absolutely. Catastrophic. Absolutely. What? It's always so hard because, you know, there's really no way to prevent animal collisions other than just paying attention. Mm -hmm. And even then, you know, kind of like the situation this morning, I saw him mm -hmm. long before he saw me, but at the speed that I was going and him jumping out of that bar ditch, Oh yeah. you know, I thought, this is it. I'm, I'm going to have a collision. Oh yeah, it's it's rough. And what I've talked to a lot of game wardens. Um, I've sat down and talked to traffic engineers and um, biologists on different ways that we can help try and protect the deer population from getting hit, and also protect our motorists running up and down the road. And uh, I had it best put to me by a biologist that said, "Well, you know, in a lot of areas of Wyoming, we have roads that are built on migration corridors. So there's." Areas that they can kind of shrink down and say, okay, from this mile post to this mile post, we have a lot of animal strikes during different times of year. So let's look at putting high fence or putting in a bridge like they did over in Pinedale. They put a couple of yeah. those up um, so we can help protect those animals and protect our motorists. Sheridan, Wyoming was built where the animals live. So that's the difference that we have. And that made a lot of sense when he explained that to me. I was like, I get that. I get that. This is where the town was kind of grew up, where all of these wild, all this wildlife has lived for centuries before we were here. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's really kind of what you're, what you're dealing with there is there's really not a whole lot that we can do. We've talked about high fence, putting high fence up on along the interstate and, is that cost worth the what we're seeing in damages to vehicles? And so they're weighing that all the time to say, you know, what what needs to be done to help mitigate this issue. Mm -hmm. um, but they are everywhere. They absolutely are. My wife and I about hit a buck right just this side of Piney Creek um, exit Saturday. We were coming back from Buffalo, and um, he was a good buck, and I was really happy that he decided to stay where he was at. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I could only imagine, you know, I've looked it up before. It's in the thousands, close to 10,000 a year mm -hmm. uh, collisions, and I think about the amount, you know, of, of waste, the the cost to the vehicles, the amount of waste of the animals, mm -hmm. uh, you know, every, gosh, I'd say almost every morning. It's not unusual on our, you know, commute to work to mm -hmm. see a, well, there's another one. Well, yep. sometimes two or three. 
And this is every day. This is the, that's a lot of animals out there. It's gnarly. And and so if if someone, let's say a, a young lady, uh, is driving, she hits a deer. Uh, what should she do in that situation? I mean, she's got a wrecked car now. Mm-hmm. She's she's got this huge animal on the on the in the middle of the road. In some cases, mm-hmm. she doesn't have the strength that you or I might have to pull this thing off to the side of the road. What can she do? Yeah, so um, obviously if you've got cell phone service, give us a shout. Let us know. Hey, this just happened. This is where I'm at. The animal is in the road. The animal's off the road. Um, Things that really help us to get the resources that we need to you right away um, when you make that phone call is, one, do you know if your vehicle's still drivable? So is the damage to the point where you can't drive your car anymore? If it is, cool. Let's start working on getting you somebody to come out and get you either helping you facilitate family coming out to get you to move the vehicle or a tow truck coming out to get you. However we can do that, that's the first thing we want to do is because we don't want to leave you sitting on the side of the road, especially if um, we're, we're shorthanded across the state right now. We're, yeah. we're very low on troops right now. So it could be a bit before we get a troop out there. So we want to get to you, though, some resource to you. If it's not one of us in a green shirt right away, we still want to make sure that somebody's coming to help you out. Um, so that's going to be one of the first things is, um, are you disabled or can your vehicle move? If your vehicle can move and we can't get to you right away, we're probably going to have you just continue on to the next town so we can get you off the road. You're in a safe area and then we can come meet you there. Um, that's a whole lot better than making you sit in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night by yourself. Yeah. So that's really what's going to happen is, is that first and foremost, and then we'll come find you. We'll get the crash worked. Um, if you have to be towed, same thing. We may say, you know what, hey, we can't get to you right now because other things going on. We're going to send a tow truck out. We're going to have this tow truck come pick you up, take you into this next town, and then when we're done taking care of what we had to deal with at that time, we'll come meet you there. Um, or have <clears throat> maybe even another troop from another area, say you're between Buffalo and Gillette. You're headed to Gillette. That's a different area. You hit a deer out by the rest area. That would be a crash that one of my guys would work, but because he's busy on something else and you're trying to get to Gillette, it's a really simple phone call to just say, hey, can we have one of the troops in Gillette take care of that crash when you get to Gillette? And so that's just helping us working together as troops in different areas to get you off the road quicker and safer so you're not having to stay out there um, all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, sometimes it, it's the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, you think everyone is, is gone for the day, you yep. know, but, uh, you guys are out there all the time, ready to respond. And we greatly appreciate that. I, I do understand you guys are really shorthanded. Uh, speaking of which you guys are accepting applications up at the highway. Patrol. Oh man. Big time. So, um, we're flirting with that, that number 50, um, of, having 50 vacancies um, across the state. So, My goodness. Yeah, it's it's up there. Um, we actually just started a, a lateral academy that's a four-week lateral academy. So um, for those officers that are certified officers with other law enforcement agencies and thought, man, I'd always love to wear a green shirt, um, we've shortened that academy up to where it's only a four-week academy instead of our full 20-week academy, which is what brand-new officers have to go through. So we're trying, we're trying new things, looking at states where maybe law enforcement isn't as well respected as we are out here um, with their communities because Wyoming loves us, man. I'm, yeah. I'm blown away, I'm truly blown away and, and extremely humbled and grateful for that. Um, so, But we've reached out to other states and said, hey, 
I know your climate for law enforcement is rough right now. Come check out Wyoming. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to offer that as well. So, yeah, if there's anybody that's ever thought of maybe, I don't know, give me a shout, man. Yeah. Um, come up to my office, knock on my door. I'll get you a ride-along application. You can come ride with one of us, get a feel for what the job is like, and uh, then we can help you get on that path to applying and, and maybe one day wearing a green shirt with us. That'd be great, one day yeah. wearing a shield. Uh, now, if, if where's your office located, LT? So my office is located in the back of the port of entry. So if you just go up to the port of entry, say, hey, I'm here to talk to Lieutenant Jorgensen, um, they'll come back, grab me out of my office. I'll come up and grab you. Um, there's also another office um, on Brundage. The intersection of Brundage and Bighorn is the big Y-Dot shop. Um, there's my boss has his office in there, and Ben would be more than willing to, to sit down and visit with you as well. Fantastic. LT, thank you for coming in this morning. It's great seeing your face to face. I know. It's been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> You're always on a call, which I can completely understand. But uh, thanks for coming in, and thank you and your team uh, you for everything you guys do for us out there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to speak to the Hub on Smith. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucker. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Sheridan Orthopedic Associates continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence in Northeast Wyoming and Southern Montana with the addition of Dr. Jory Wasserberger, a Wyoming native and fellowship trained at the Mayo Clinic in Orthopedic Sports Medicine. Dr. Wasserberger joins a team of highly rated surgeons providing spine, sports, hand, hip, knee, and shoulder surgery, joint replacement, and more, including emergency care 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com to learn more. Hey there, listeners. I'm every over-enthusiastic radio announcer ever. And if you think that's enthusiastic, then you need to check out Best Real Estate because we are enthusiastic about selling properties. 
So if you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell, we are your go-to real estate team. Call us at 675-BEST or visit our website at bestwy.net for all of your real estate needs. Dan Marshall here with Captain Clean. Your heating and cooling system are the lungs of your home or business, taking air in and breathing it out, directly affecting your indoor air quality. Normal day-to-day activity generates lots of contaminants and air pollutants such as dander, dust, and chemicals. Call today for your free HVAC cleaning estimate. It's 100% free, and nobody has the equipment or expertise to clean HVAC like we do. Call Captain Clean today, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Curvin with Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. I want to remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 15th to support our annual event, The Link, Partners in Pink. All proceeds this year support patients at the Welch Cancer Center through the Foundation's Comfort Care Program. See you on the 15th. Register online at SheridanHospital.org. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Now, for the second part of the show this morning, I am joined by Lisa Wells, the Fun and Wellness Coordinator out at the Hub-on-Smith, Evelyn Gernot. Uh, what was it that you do out there? I am the director of the Hubcap Singing Group. The Hubcaps. I like that. We have the Hubcap Seniors, and then we have the Lugnuts Band. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely Isn't great. Isn't that clever? Wasn't my idea. But and Pat Tomsevic, what, what is it that you do out there, ma'am? I am the director of the Young at Heart Players, which is the theater group at the Hub. So we've got entertainment here galore. Um, now, the Hub on Smith is a community center, if you didn't know, and they're dedicated to the care and the well-being of not just Sheridan Seniors but every resident of the Sheridan region. They're the ones behind the home-delivered meals, many classes that promote well-being and continued learning, and many other community-based activities and programs. Uh, Lisa, how have things been down at the Hub? Uh, It's been a while since I've had you on. Yeah, um, things are going really well. We are, I would say, back in full swing. Oh, that's great to hear. We're, We're open Monday through Friday, from uh, for breakfast from seven to nine so really the building opens at seven and then we go all the way until four and um, we're even able to provide frozen meals for the weekends the loan closet's still going and lots of classes and um, especially the performing art classes so they've grown leaps and bounds and we're excited and now has a lot of this growth come from this year alone in the uh, the entertainment performance aspect classes uh, the theater group is uh, in its ninth year now. So ninth we've been around year. for a long time. Wow. Yeah. It was begun by Aaron Butler, who was the executive director of the YO Theater. And when Aaron uh, decided to take a break, I took over for, so nine years ago. And so we have had a, a vibrant theater group um, at the Hub that long. That is amazing. I didn't even know Aaron was at the YO Theater that long. Uh, now... Although much of the nation uh, is returning to normal after COVID, the folks who frequent the hub are among some of our most vulnerable. It's been a little while since the last variant burned its way through the nation. You said things are starting to really look more normal. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a, a, a normalcy that you would compare to the 
the way it was or is this the new normal? Uh, no, I think it, it very much is um, back to, I want to say the way it was. I think the seniors um, got vaccinated, boosted, and uh, we, we continued to meet, as you know, outside doing yeah. hikes and out-of-door activities. And even the singing group, Evelyn can speak to this, they met in smaller numbers and one of the singers owns an ambulance company here and they cleared out the bays and met there. So, uh, you know, the seniors are that are involved with these programs um, and most of our programs, they are ready. You know, they, they, they want to gather and they realize the importance of socialization and especially um, in performing arts together. It's Absolutely. Powerful stuff. Especially, yeah, with the performing arts, because, you know, it's fun to sing alone in the shower, but it's much more fun, uh, you know, when you go join a bunch of friends, even if it is in an ambulance bay. <laughs> well, we had to get flexible. You know, we, we met several different places. We met in small groups. We did whatever we could to keep going last year because that was our first year. We just started last January. Oh, wow. And uh, we had a lot of COVID cases problems you know in fact we almost didn't have a performance because we had some covid cases but it all worked out and even this year we've had covid cases but it hasn't started a uh rush of of cases uh, yeah. even though we're together singing together because singing is one of the things you know they said don't do you know in a group so we're very happy that things have settled down and we can go for it they, they have about 35 I think uh, with our band and everything, we have about 35 people. We grew from last year about 25. So we're very excited, you know, to uh, expand. And uh, there's a lot of people in town who want to sing. Well, Evelyn, even mm. even 25 people in a, in a in an initial year, that's a great number. Oh, we were we were blown away. I thought we'd get 10. Yeah. So I would be happy if we got 10. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, you just don't know what's going on in people's heads. A lot of these people have sang in choirs. Some haven't sang since grade school, uh, but they have the time and they like to sing. And uh, they uh, a lot of seniors want to be active. Yeah. You know, so we get together and we have a lot of fun. That's our that's our main thing. But then we also want to uh, increase our skills. We just had a clinic. So that uh, Amanda Patterson from Aspen Grove Music uh, came last week and gave us a little clinic so we can increase our skills in singing. And we're looking forward to our performance, which is going to be the 1st and 2nd of December, because we want to share all this with the community. Absolutely. You know, because they love it. Last time we had uh, standing room only <laughs> at the Hub when we had our performance and people were singing along and that's, you know, that's we love that. You're so. going to, uh, uh, I'll bet, <clears throat> within... Probably the next year or two, you're going to have to relocate from the hub. Well, we've thought about that because the stage is going to be very full with yeah. 30 people. <laughs> and so but we're singing oldies, oldies, rock and roll, oldies, some country. The good stuff. The good stuff. The stuff <laughs> that makes everybody happy. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> and love people, those. Yes, people absolutely love that. Yeah. So Now, what's your background? Well, I started playing piano when I was five. Some, some missionaries left a piano at our house, and I, my dad was a musician, so he told me how to pick out a song by ear, and I've played mostly by ear. I, I read music also. but uh, So I played music with my dad. We'd play at nursing homes. I'd play in bands with him. 
uh, I've just played my entire life. So Evelyn, I've always wanted to play the piano. You, you it's know, never it's, too late. I've always wanted to give that a shot. I, d- I don't know if I've got the patience for it, uh, but it's always just been that one instrument that you're like, if I if I could, you know, that and the guitar, because the guitar is cool. Well, of course, especially <laughs> for a guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> the chicks love guitar players. Everybody wants to be Slash, you know? <laughs> Well, and that's another thing about our group. <clears throat> I haven't had any trouble getting anybody to stand up and sing alone or with a small group. That's it's like amazing. their 15 minutes of fame. You know, who didn't want to be a rock star when they were, in teen- were a teenager? Oh. You know? oh, yeah. So they're getting to do it. And it's it's so fun. So you've got uh, about thirty five now. You said yes with the band. Mm-hmm. So and you're going to be giving a performance when? First and second of December, one thirty at the Hub. It'll be uh, about a uh, little over an hour performance. And uh, while we're at it, we should have Pat talk about her part of the program because it's a two part program. We're collaborating on this one. Oh, fantastic! With the theater and the Hubcaps. Now, okay. Pat. What's your background in performance? Um, I've been uh, active in Civic Theater Guild and the Wild Theater for probably 50 years. Wow. Uh, I've been I'm just a local girl, and I've directed many, many plays for Civic Theater Guild and at the Wild. And um, found this need at the Hub and a desire to get on stage for elderly people. And so um, that's that's what I do. And this year... Um, we're, we decided to to put on a, a combination musical show and theater piece, and so we're doing an old fashioned radio play, uh, and it's from Father Knows Best, and so uh, it's, it's just a little Christmas segment from Father Knows Best, and the Young at Heart players are doing a radio play complete with sound effects and um, and commercials, and we'll do that before uh, Evelyn and the Hubcaps take over take over and sing Christmas carols. How cool Rock and is roll that? Christmas carols. Yeah. You know at the at the university when i was taking class on radio we went into those old radio plays and i that's something that i've always wanted to do i've always wanted to have like the sound effects there on hand and everybody you know the old door that you slam when someone walks in and i mean it's it's such an amazing uh uh way to perform and it's something that has kind of been lost uh so it's great to know that you guys are going to be up there doing that and live in front of people to kind of show them this is how it was (laughs) done uh you know this is the sound effects that we use yeah sound effects are probably one of the most important parts of of the the show i i think and uh because the you know we we, this year is in a radio play we don't really have costumes and and the cast has not memorized their lines or anything but it's all about it's all about listening and uh, you can close your eyes and pretend you're listening to the radio now tell me about the young at heart performers uh, how many how many are involved in the troupe? We vary from I would say ten to twenty, um, and um, I try. Our, I think our motto is to have a good time, and I try not to ever turn anyone down who wants to be in a play. So I look for plays that can involve a maximum amount of people. Um, we usually try to keep the play an hour or less in length and the the cast has always risen to the occasion to memorize their lines i think that a lot of seniors thought that perhaps they weren't nearly as capable of doing what they do and but they've learned to project on stage and memorize lines and get into character and um it's fun and as an audience member super delightful i mean 
people flock to these shows. I mean, they're they're a guaranteed good time. Now, Lisa, what are the health benefits of of these types of performances? I mean, I, in in both cases here, with the choir and the and and the performers. There's probably individuals who've never done anything like this, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to seize my chance. I'm going to sing, or I'm going to play that character on stage. What are they getting out of it? Well, there's the big confidence booster. You know, the research talks about that, and these ladies can, I'm sure, give you examples, you know, actual examples about, you know, personal experiences. But there's flow that we've all heard about, you know, when you can experience flow and how fantastic that is. You know, it's that, you know, elite athletes, or um, um, others that, you know, surgeons and operating room. I mean, you know, where you're just in that moment and the everything's, zone. yeah, in the zone, right? Well, that's what, that's what performing arts can do for you, right? It can just get you into that flow and pretty quickly. I mean, this is ancient, you know, ancient disciplines that have been around for, oh, yeah. yeah, forever. And so, I mean, they really connect us to places within ourselves and to each other and in ways like that nothing else really can. Oh, yeah, and friendships have been forged, and uh, it's such a confidence booster. I've had people who um, have never been on stage before and are so proud of finding uh, what they're really capable of. Yeah, I, I think, you know, reaching that point where you think, okay, I'm retired, now it's time just to take it easy. But then you're like, you know what, I don't want to take it easy. <laughs> and my, my father is very much that way. He refuses to retire. Uh, just Good. the other day, his wife put up a series of photos. Uh, it's dad and his horses, what do you know, out there trying to gather up uh, the cows for the season. He, he absolutely refuses to put the saddle down, which... I admire, and I imagine in some form I'll be the same way. I don't have a lot of time left, but Evelyn, I want you to tell me about how you feel after you really pour your heart into a performance. I mean, is this like cleansing for the lungs, cleansing for the soul? Definitely. <clears throat> and one thing that happens, <clears throat> excuse me, is there's sort of this synergy, this... Um, uh, there's another word for it. I can't think of it where everything sort of comes together and you feel like uh, things happen in a performance that didn't happen when you were practicing. Yeah. It just it just magic. flows. It's magic. Yes. <laughs> Lisa, if I want to get involved in this, uh, I've, I've got to go. But what yeah. do I need to do? Um, right now, we um, the perform the practices of rehearsals have already happened. So c plan on the performance um, and in December, and then look for the next session, which would be December, January, February. To, to Starts in involved. January, January seventeenth. Yeah. There you yes. go, folks. Yeah. Uh, in January, you could start something brand new. Ladies, I want to thank <laughs> you for coming in this morning. I greatly appreciate it, thank and you. it's great to learn about these fantastic programs. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, Visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. I have some exciting news. Oh, tell me what. Sheridan Honda has new cars on the lot. Are they all-wheel drive? Of course they are. We have four models with real-time all-wheel drive. The CRV and HRV have Honda's intelligent control system, which is great in inclement weather or rough terrain. And if you're wanting something a little bit more rugged, the Passport and Pilot have intelligent traction management with snow, sand, and mud mode. Those are great options. Visit Sheridan Honda to pre-order or drive home in your new Honda today. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. There's a deal for every friendship at McDonald's. Right now, buy a Big Mac, 10-piece chicken McNuggets, or a quarter pounder with cheese, and get the second one for just a buck. And pair them with one of our frozen drinks, like the new Fanta Blue Raspberry. Price participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. After several years and two sons together, the hero Jason decides to dump the Princess Medea to marry the daughter of King Creon. That's when the tragedy begins with a woman scorned in the Met Live in HD production of Medea, Saturday, October 22nd, 10.55 a.m. at Sheridan's Wild Theater. Things get really crazy as Medea's determined to punish Jason. Find out how all this ends by purchasing your tickets today at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT with EBA Hearing and Sound. Hearing well is living well, and we're here to help. Not only are we able to provide premier hearing aid technology with Bluetooth and AI, but we can address the environment in which you are hearing. Our sound consultation services tailor solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help. Call EBA Hearing and Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Download your favorite Share to Media radio station app to your smartphone. It's easy, and you can listen to your favorite station anytime and any place right from your phone. Type in sharetomedia.com forward slash app. Choose the station you want to download, select install, wait for the app to download. Listen to your favorite Share to Media radio station anywhere, anyplace, anytime. Sharetomedia.com forward slash app. Sharetomedia.com forward slash app. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. K-R-O-E.